0: This is Pave It Black.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to Pave It Black, the official podcast of the National Asphalt Pavement Association. My name is Richard Willis. I'm Brett Williams. And today we're here to talk about trucking. Trucking is part of the asphalt industry that we really don't like to talk about much, but it has a huge impact on the way we run our businesses. And it's not just about cost. Trucking impacts efficiency, quality, scheduling, and almost every other facet of the business. So today I'm hoping to learn
2: and get a little better understanding of how trucking can impact our operations and then look at, are there solutions to help contractors overcome some of the challenges that are related to trucking?
1: So to talk to us about this subject today, we've invited Mike Wills from Granite Construction. Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Well, Thank you very much. Before we get talking about trucking, can you give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do with Granite?
0: Sure, Richard. Uh, my name is Mike Wills. I'm the uh, area manager here in Sacramento. and. I've worked with uh, Ford Granite since 1992, and I've had all different positions within the company from uh, project engineer, estimator, project manager, construction manager. So I've seen quite a bit of change in trucking over my uh, 28 years here at Granite and different types of truck coming into the market, different technology for tracking trucks. And it's always been a challenge and sometimes technology has helped us uh, with those challenges and It's something that isn't going to be changing in the future as far as our problems aren't going away. It seems like there's There's always new regulations, whether it be some emissions requirements that impact people's fleets or like we saw here in California with regulations around owner operators and how owner operators can run, that's part of my job is to figure out these
2: problems and how we're going to deal with them to
0: get materials delivered to our
2: jobs. Can you maybe share what parts of the business are affected or require trucking, or really impact are impacted by trucking? It can be
0: uh, everything from on-site hauls. To bringing our materials to job sites, mainly with aggregate and asphalt, concrete. You know, we have the same limitations with um, sometimes the plants have capacity, but we can't get the trucks to deliver the product to the uh, job. And that's a big source of frustration when material is available, but there's no transportation mechanism to keep your job going. It affects not just paving contractors, but you know, trucking for uh, even getting lumber and K rail, all types of materials that we need to do our job.
1: The thing I'd like to dive into a little bit is, since it is touching almost every facet of an operation, what are really those ramifications if it's not done efficiently or effectively? It has very big ramifications. You know, you look at
0: a typical paving operation, you know we may have 10 people on that paving crew running rollers, raking asphalt, but there may be 30 to 40 trucks associated with hauling the asphalt to that paver. And if half of those trucks don't show up, you know, we're going to be out there twice as long to get that job done, and that can impact us on uh, traffic impacts. There's so much paving we have to get done in these really limited windows. And so things are really compressed. And, and if we're not able to get enough trucks and have the right transportation services to get materials to the job site, it will impact our schedules on these projects, our profitability, and the public uh, interface with us. You know, they're going to see jobs delayed and be in construction zones longer because we don't have right transportation uh, hauling our
2: materials to these job sites. So could you share a little bit about some of the technologies or solutions that are out there that um, contractors can use to take more control of their trucking operations and really have more data to make decisions on a more real-time basis in regards to their trucking?
0: Yeah, absolutely. We've seen
2: a couple different technologies
0: starting here. About three years ago, we started to see some of these technologies. We've thought about them, um, about, hey, how could we be more efficient with trucking? Because there are times when something breaks down on a job, and you just sign up all your trucks, and they go home. You know, Could they have gone to another job? And Taken over and finished the day out someplace. Well, there was really no good way other than to contact 40 trucks that were hauling for you to call a truck boss. And that truck boss would have to call someone, maybe one of their lead drivers, and then they would all talk by CV radio. And the message really took a long time to get out to these drivers. And now there's technology out there where we can push one button and send a message to all the trucks that are hauling for us. One methodology was a really a, an at-need at response, uh, almost like an Uber or Lyft. And we uh, started to see this a little bit in trucking with one of the solutions called Trucks, where they had a, a market base where they were going to become a broker, and you would essentially re- trucks through them and they would fill that need for you. That works well for like an Uber or Lyft where you have so many owner operators out there that are people with their own vehicles wanting to get a job. And in the trucking business, a lot of these big fleets aren't owner operators anymore. A lot of them are really uh, employee drivers with fleets that aren't just one-off fleets. So I'm not sure that model was really going to work for a lot of our jobs. There's other models out there. For example, here in California, we've been using one called Hall Hub. And that really is a platform that allows the broker, the individual truck driver, and the contractor to really work together and have all the information that makes us an efficient trucker. So today, what that looks like for us, using an app like Hall Hub to help us manage a job and measure our performance, measure our efficiency with trucking, that we never had insights like this before. Now, when a contractor places an order to a broker or to a trucking company, in the past, the next day, you're always wondering, how many trucks did I actually get here? Well, now with technology like Hall Hub, we're able to put those dispatch requests out there. If we needed 40 trucks, we would see 40 slots. And as the broker starts to fill those 40 slots, we can see the exact truck, the exact driver that's gonna be showing up at the uh, exact dispatch time that we have. As that job actually starts and goes, we can see, was that driver on time? So it's allowing us to be a lot more efficient in the whole management of the operation. The driver has an incentive to use this because now that driver has just received specific instructions on where they are, where they're going on the job. Some of our jobs are over 20 miles long if we're out paving a highway. And just to say, show up on Interstate 5 in sacramento well it's the job 17 miles you know where exactly is the paver and some of these technologies allow the driver to see on their app the dot where the paver is so as it moves two or three miles during the day that driver isn't wondering where's the paver now we're also getting the efficiency of electronic ticketing coming across that so with that Now, um, especially during the whole pandemic of uh, what we went through here in 2020, uh, inspectors could see uh, without having to go get tickets. The technology is making us all more efficient and gives us information really in an instantaneous window. We can look at our app at any time and see exactly how much standby do we have at the plant. How much standby do we have at the job site? If we see that, hey, we've got a lot of standby, maybe we're over trucked. So that other job that we had that was ended up three trucks short, maybe we're three trucks heavy and we've got more insight to that, really on an immediate basis, we can see it live that we have this issue. At the end of the day, we would have stacks and stacks of freight bills. All these drivers had to issue us a freight bill. All of them had inaccurate times. Someone would say that they were here at 6.30, but they weren't loaded with asphalt till 7.10. So, you know, we didn't have really good insight to where this truck was. So we've eliminated all these paper freight bills that have given us erroneous information and now have electronic freight bills. So we can issue payment to the truck broker and to the trucking companies on a much more efficient basis. That type of efficiency just helps all of the industry. We can use technology to help us do more with less. That's what it's all about. And it is making us more efficient.
1: You've mentioned a lot of positive things for everyone, but I mean, I do imagine there could be some challenges or even maybe even some pushback for implementing a a technology like this. I've heard of um, contractors that have seen, hey, and been able to ask the question, why'd you stop at McDonald's for 30 minutes with a load of hot asphalt in the back of your car or or the back of your truck? Have you seen some different challenges or pushbacks between whether they're in-house or third party or independent truckers? And and if so, how do you overcome those?
0: There are definitely big challenges By no means are we 100% efficient on this today. There's people that are thinking, well, they're tracking me all the time. You know, they're going to track me 24 hours a day now because I have this app on my phone. And so we have to do things that can ensure those, those drivers that, hey, when you turn off the app, you're signed out for the day. There is no way for us to track you. Once they start to feel comfortable that, they're getting paid for the work that they're doing, and the best truck drivers raised to the top of the list with their efficiencies, and what's better than that? When they start to see that, hey, this technology can really measure me against other truck drivers and show that, you know what, I do my job, I do it efficiently, I do it very efficiently, there's a lot to be said for that, and It's like a big glass window that we have to break through because there is a lot of resistance. We still have brokers that don't want to do it. But once we've broken through that window and people see the benefits to all parties, once they get past that and really embrace this, they won't go back. If you've ever seen the bell curve of innovation where You have the people that are really innovative and doing new things, Now that's 2 to 3% of the people. And then you have the early adopters, and maybe we're into 20% of that. And it's a steep curve to get up to that top. But once we're there and people start to see the benefits of this technology and they get past the resistance, people are really skeptical. They... Think there's some alternative motive, but on the first job that we implemented this on, we've already trucked over 100,000 tons of material on that job, and we have probably 99% of the truck drivers properly use the app because when they do that, they get paid properly, and that's all they want. And the word spreads as we get other either owner operators and they're getting
2: on board. And once you break through that glass, you're gonna get there. Well, I'd really like to thank you for taking the time to talk to us today about this technology and some of the insights that you've gained and implementing it and seeing it within your operations and the impacts you can make. And I think you really gave us a lot of things to think about. So really appreciate
1: it, Mike. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. So it was really interesting to kind of hear how Granite's approach has been. And does Caltrans have like an e-ticketing spec or anything related to that right now? Uh,
0: they do not have a spec out yet, but there's been huge interest by Caltrans. Um, really, we were getting a lot of outbreaks and people didn't know how fast the virus uh, was spreading. We had inspectors that would approach the truck with goggles, gloves, and they would take the freight bills put them in a Ziploc bag and let them sit out in the sun for three days before they would touch these tickets. And I saw that and said, oh, wait a minute, we have a solution. So I called Hall Hub and they had just been working on this EOT slip application. And within 24 hours, after talking with Caltrans and one of their technology uh, experts, they had put the Hall Hub EOT slip app in the Caltrans, um, essentially their app store allowed inspectors to download it. And within 24 hours, we had electronic ticketing going to Caltrans. And there was a huge advantage for them there because they could see the actual delivery schedule of each load of asphalt, the, the tonnage that was delivered, and make notes on each ticket. So Caltrans is getting very excited about the potential for these uh, electronic tickets and how it'll make them more efficient.
1: I asked that as kind of a leading question because I know that some states are using e-ticketing as a way to actually get the fleet management data from contractors and watch the routes that trucks are going. And I know that there are a lot of contractors that basically look at the DOT and they say, why do you need that information? I didn't know if that conversation has started in California or if if it's so new that you haven't started going down that route yet or not.
0: Yeah, I, I have heard some concern about maybe someone's gonna restrict trucking routes or something if they have more insight to our truckings or We haven't really seen that. Right now, what the owner gets is they get the time that the asphalt left the plant and the time that it arrived on the job site. There is the potential to be able to nail down some of this information that could help us in the future. For example, there's enough data now that you could essentially geotag every load of asphalt because you've got coordinates of where that was dumped out you know the quality control data of when that left the plant. So the limitation of what is possible out there is only what our imaginations are. I think right now everyone has really good intentions on making things better. And we're not trying to do uh, over police contractors by you know saying, hey, you're taking a route that we don't approve or something like that. I, hopefully that's not where any agencies are going I think agencies that take this data and respect it and say, hey, we're gonna use this to make our job better. I think it'll be good for the entire industry.
2: Do you see any potential for more innovation or more ways that this technology could be harnessed in the operations for maybe getting better insight or more insight or?
0: Yes, absolutely. Uh, if you have the right trucking information, it could affect the quality of the asphalt that you lay down and the smoothness that you achieve. And you think, well, how, how would that be? Um, well, think about that paver operator up on the machine there. If he has a clear vision right there on his screen of where trucks are, maybe it prevents him from stopping the paver because he can see that, hey, okay, I've got this much material in front of me. I can. Slow down my pace a little bit because I've got uh, two more trucks coming, but they're not going to be here for three minutes. And that allows him to keep the paver moving and not have another joint or another stopping mark. And so that gives us a better smoothness. And so, this information that's out there, I think it is going to allow us to get better. Uh, Those are all technologies that I think we'll see in the next. 12 to 24 months.
1: It's always interesting to talk to people about how they're implementing and how they're looking at new, new opportunities and really kind of seeing how it's working and what advantages they're finding from, from taking those chances and, and risks of trying something new. Yes, um,
0: construction is one of the industries that is the slowest to adopt new technology. But boy, once we break through those barriers, Watch out because people will adapt things and make change for the better.
2: Well, I agree. I definitely think as you get some of the younger generation and the technologies, quick, quick to be implemented as far as the desire to use those newer technologies. I think that kind of can help drive it. And then I think you're absolutely right when people see the results of some of these technologies and how they can help get the job done more efficient or um, save save cost or whatever the advantages are. I think the industry's pretty, pretty adept at picking up as soon as those are like obvious to everybody, but it does take a little bit to get that change to happen, it seems like. Without a doubt. Yeah, definitely appreciate it. That was a good conversation. So I think it will-
0: Good, well, I hope I met your guys' expectations.
1: You exceeded yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Great. One of the things that I really liked about what he his discussion was, they're really approaching it in the implementation process of trying to find the wins for everybody. They're seeing how it's improving the efficiency of their company, but they're also talking to the trucking community, which may be a little bit apprehensive about it, and saying, "Hey." this is gonna help you get paid faster and paid for the good work that you're gonna do. And, and if, you're, if you can prove through these efficiencies that you're better, you're probably gonna get more work. And so I think that that's really important when as a contractor, you're approaching an outside industry or entity about trying something new, really trying to understand from, from their point of view or sitting in their shoes, what is gonna to matter to them.
2: I think the big, big piece that um, caught my attention was when we talked a little bit about some of the possibilities for the future and just how these new technologies, while they offer a number of benefits and um, I believe Mike provided a lot of examples of ways that this technology has helped them, but just how quickly he could see places that this technology could even impact further I think that, that's pretty exciting to know that some of these new technologies, not only can they have uh, impact pretty quickly on the operation, but they also offer some opportunities to really think outside the box or to actually go a step further than what they come online as. So I think that's a pretty exciting piece of some of this technology as we bring it into our operations.
1: We just wanna thank everyone again for being here with us today. My name is Richard Willis. And I'm Brett Williams. We just want you to remember, as you're driving around America's highways, someone from our industry paved it black.
0: Pave it Black is produced by Monica Dutcher of the National Asphalt Pavement Association with podcast theme music credits to Coleek, You can find Pave It Black on most of your favorite platforms, including SoundCloud and iTunes. If you would like to suggest someone for us to interview, please email Richard Willis at rwillis at asphaltpavement.org. That's R-W-I-L-L-I-S at asphaltpavement.org. Until next time, keep paving it black.